0: Hey, did you know that there are actually five members of this podcast? Did you know that of that five, only two of them showed up? Did you know out of the two of them, those are the only two that might actually still listen to this episode? I'm calling the three of them out. And so if you're listening to this, text them, and I promise you, they will tell you that they did not listen to the episode. One episode, the next episode of The Momentum Pod, brought to you by Casually Spiritual Network. This is The Momentum Pod. and okay hello grant hello i'll still do my intro but um hey everyone i'm your host alex Sangapai. uh today we have a short cast but i promised that i would be getting more content to everyone and i was gonna make that happen no matter what and so and I showed uh, up all right and we got someone showed up so i wouldn't have to do it solo uh so skipping all the other intros darian is in my a clarence is i'm not gonna use any words Worth noah to be
1: here
0: i I, I don't even know how, what I say for him. I, I'm not I'm not throwing shade. I'm just being honest because y'all deserve that. Um, but joining me all the way from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, my best friend, my comrade, my companion, my rock, my favorite of the podcast, mind you. I've said that before, so it's not anything new. Uh, my best friend, Grant Geisbauer. Hey,
1: everyone. Welcome in.
0: And look, it's no one's here to mock that except for me, and I probably still wanted to, but I feel like that was good enough. Maybe it's maybe it's the atmosphere
1: now. Uh, look! You see how easy and how smooth this intro is—just you and me. Look, I'm just gonna say the last time we recorded, we we tried to start at what what was it eight o'clock and ended up at
0: nine fifteen. Yeah, I'll give y'all and some behind the. scenes. We aimed
1: for six. We're starting at five fifty-five. So look at this. This, this is, is beautiful. This is-
0: beautiful this is how a podcast this might be one of the best tech and production wise one of the best episodes we've ever had personally in my opinion oh grant but i'm glad you're here how you doing today buddy
1: i'm good uh it's nice and cold outside so me and sarah we're both working from home today and hanging out with the pets and watched some shows in the background and had a good day Honestly, yeah. it's going to be a mini
0: Grant episode with still some content at the end, so I want to get in that. So working from home, you got pets now. Uh, we didn't get to touch into it last time because of aforementioned missing people, but um, <laughs> I want i want to talk, you have you have two different pets, both of which you did not really adopt. I actually know you adopted one, but you, I feel like you stole one of them.
1: I stole one of them? You think I stole I think, one? I think you stole the cat. Okay, well, we're going to start off with the cat because, you know, I've actually thought about this. And the thing is, the first time I heard this cat, I heard her one evening when it was about to storm. This was back in, I believe it was October. And the thunder was rolling in and I hear this little like squeaking outside. And I was like, Sarah, I, I think there's a cat outside. And then I looked out there and sure enough, there's this little white fluff ball. It was probably a pound or less. I mean, she was super tiny. But I went outside, and by the time I got out there, I think the person whose door she was at had let her in. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess she is somebody's. Well, uh, I think it was two weeks later, same situation happened, heard the same thing. I walked outside, and the cat was in front of that same house. And I knocked on the person's door, and I said, is this your cat? Because it's about to storm. And I was like, you know, just trying to nicely say, hey, don't let your cat die out here. It's like less than two months old probably. And she's like, oh, that's not my cat. It just lives under the house next door. And so I said, well, I'm not going to let it stay outside. So we brought it into the house, and we just planned on keeping it for one night. And you know how all those stories go. We tried to give it away to all our friends, and nobody wanted her. But we ended up getting attached to her, and now she's a permanent resident here. But is that cat even cool? That cat seems like the most skittish cat ever. So she's actually, you've only met her once, uh, but she... All I need She is super, she was super afraid of like everything just because, like, she grew up on the street. I mean, she had to fend for her life for her first two months of life, essentially. Uh, And she's a war hero, apparently. Her going to the vet did not, uh, did not do her any favors. She, you know, they're poking her with needles and stuff. And so she really didn't like anybody besides me and Sarah for a while, but she has warmed up a lot to other people, David and Madison. Actually, Madison even liked her. And Madison's allergic to cats. So, fun fact. Um, Mm. and, Sarah's parents uh, got along with it her. Sounds like people. a fake allergy now that you mention it that way. Uh, yeah, a lot of people say they're allergic to cats. I believe Madison is. I'm not saying that, but a lot of people say they're allergic producer to cats.
0: Dave, just a cat. Producer Dave won't listen to this, but producer Dave, I'm calling out your wife.
1: Yeah. Well maybe he'll listen since he was mentioned. You're
0: listening day. to this, tell producer wait P- producer Dave's that I don't believe his wife.
1: Yeah. But we yeah, we basically a few weeks ago literally just were talking about the pets and we're like Gracie's not the sweetest animal but the thing she brings to our life is that she's hilarious she's always doing really funny things so we're happy to have her
0: okay and then the dog the dog's chill
1: yeah the dog yeah the dog is okay
0: I I have mentioned your dog to other friends I need you to explain this I need to explain this is was your dog homeless or was your dog going to be homeless
1: (laughs) I actually don't know the answer to that question, to be honest. Okay. Break it so, down. Break it down. Okay. And we'll try to so we'll hash this out. What had happened is we saw one of those, you know, like foster agencies, like there are several throughout Tulsa and Sarah showed me a picture of one. And she was like, ever since we got married, always showing me pictures of dogs. And I was like, nah, we don't need a dog. Like, and we had planned on actually a, like per- like getting one from a reader because we wanted to raise one. Um, but we ended up, she sent me one. I was like, okay, I'll admit that's a cute dog. She was like, wait, so can we put in an application? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Like almost just half jokingly. Mm -hmm. Well, we put in the application for that one and we didn't get accepted because presumably because we don't have a yard. So, but then I think that's fair. Sure. 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 I, yeah. I mean, I understand that, Uh, but I also had to like, had three references. It was a very like intricate process. I was kind of surprised how hard it was to adopt from them, but you know, I'm glad those dogs are getting good homes. However, um Tulsa SPCA shout out is a little less um stringent on who they let adopt and we saw um we actually went to go see a different dog at the shelter and we saw that we were looking at great pyrenees cuz that's the breed that we saw that we thought was really cute and they're like really low energy dogs for the most part but they're meant to be like protective. So if I went out of town or was it, you know, Wednesday night burgers or anything else like Sarah has some uh, another means of security. So anyway, we got there and the dog's picture wasn't even up on the website yet. And I was like, well, can we see Can we see this dog? And uh, we were like, this was the fourth one we looked at. And we were like, nope, that's the one. That's it right there. And so we found out the story behind her is her owner became homeless. And so they had to give her up. Theoretically
0: so, became homeless. There's a chance it was homeless. I right? don't
1: actually know if she was just walking around with somebody just out on the street or if like they had to move to an apartment or... I Yeah, I really couldn't tell you. All I know is homeless was thrown around. So Does your dog act homeless? No, she acts very, like, I don't know. She loves people. She wants to be around. Like, it was already, like, school. how long had I been in the shelter? Like, two weeks. She wasn't there long. I think if they would have put the picture up, she would have got adopted quickly. But it was, really like, it.
0: it's housebroken and everything?
1: Oh, yeah. She's well-trained. Okay. I'll, I'll say go get in your bed at night, and she'll just go walk in there.
0: Uh, okay, but, so it's probably not a hobo dog. Okay, at that point. No, okay. no. She's all well-trained.
1: All right. She was well-loved. So that, that makes us sad, like, that somebody had to give her up. But, like, we're happy to have her. She's she's the sweetest thing. We're super happy with her.
0: Okay, so, like, what do y'all, uh, okay, so how do the cat and the dog interact?
1: So the first time that we brought Bailey home, so Gracie's the cat, Bailey is the dog. So we actually brought Bailey home, and we kept them in separate rooms for the first couple of days. And then on day two, uh, or three, I don't remember what it was, we put uh, Bailey in her crate, and let Gracie come in and her and stuff. And they just kind of looked at each other like they were like indifferent, like they weren't buds, but like they were like, okay, like neither of them were hissing or barking at each other. So I was like, okay, well, this is good. And then a few days later, we let them uh, both kind of like sniff each other outside of the the containment and they got along fine. Like, like I said, they weren't buds off the start and they're still not exactly like best friends, but like they get along and they play with each other sometimes. So okay. the dog's three years old and Gracie's like six months old now.
0: Do they play with y'all? What about when they're home alone? Cause here's the thing monitoring you, you monitor your dogs through a camera with a microphone. I think that sounds weird as crap. There's no way that
1: works. So the cat pretty much just, you know, she does her own thing. They're in separate rooms whenever we're at work. Oh, like oh
0: they, they have separate rooms at all.
1: Yeah, we keep one in our room and one in the guest slash play, uh, like gaming room. Um, so the cats in the get the guest room, and she just she likes to watch it watch watch out the window, and she'll play with like her little toys in there. Bailey, on the other hand, is a little bit more anxious, and she's actually in our bedroom, um, and she likes to dig at the carpet sometimes, or she'll wimp- like she just gets very anxious. She has Yo, bro! She's gonna get rid of your deposit. <laughs> she gets separation anxiety. No, I mean like it's not bad, but like. That's why we have the camera, so I could say, Bailey, stop. Like, if she hears my voice, normally she'll go get in her crate and she knows she's not supposed to be doing whatever she's doing. So Yeah, we bought this camera called Blue Rams. So it was like 30 bucks, and it takes really good like images and you can actually talk to the animal through the video. So uh, I just, it was a good I just, I just
0: I just don't believe the dogs or I, I don't I don't believe with especially a dog with anxiety that that helps. I feel like for the
1: dog, it's just like how am I hearing you right now? I feel no. like that's sketchy. Well, the reason that it is I, I even thought about it is because I was trying to train with her uh, like the first week we had her because I was working from home. Uh, and I don't even remember what the reason was for it at that point, but I was working from home and she was, you know, barking her head off whenever I left, like every time. So I would just yell at her from the other room. I'd tell her to be quiet, whatever. And she would. So I was like, OK, well, if I'm telling her from the other room, maybe she'll respond well to a camera. So we got one of those two-way cameras and it's worked out really well for us. Um, she's not perfect, but it helps.
0: No, dude, I, I think that's so weird. It like you haven't done it in front it's of really me, but weird. Grant, I think if I speak, because I have coworkers that have dog microphone cams, and all I hear is uh, I won't say the name, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll do a little random name. Just like what's a what's a dog name? I don't know. Fido. Fido, Fido. 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 Get down. This is all I hear. Fido. Get down. <laughs> Fido. Get down. Get down now. Fido. Get down. And they have their phones up to their mouths to get down. It's like, I, 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 I'm I, just so skeptical of this. And it just, it seems kind of crazy. It just seems so
1: weird. So the funny thing about, funny story about that. I mean, when you were at, when you guys worked at Cityplex, did you guys have like issue? Like, did you have good internet there? Yeah. Okay. Well, my tower, the one I'm in, like, we get like one bar of reception. So like, it could be really rough, like actually trying to talk to her through that camera. So with the bad reception, I have to repeat myself like, Bailey. Bailey, go get in your bed. Like, I try not to yell because I'm in cubicles and people are just going to be like, like, they know at this point, but like my coworkers do that, like what I'm doing. But like, at first they were like, who are you talking to? So yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a weird thing, but it is effective for a lot of people. So, I, you, <laughs> hey, hey, you want a dog? One day you might be in the same predicament.
0: No, nah, so, you just throw in the kettle and call it your, your
1: camera, You talk to your roommates through your camera. I did it once. I did it once because I wanted to mess with them. You
0: still did it. I'll tell you one of my roommates. I, I tell you what. I'm done. I'm done with roommates. Um okay, that's funny. I, I would yell at oh actually no, that's funny. Yeah, it's funny, but I'm not trying to troll my dog. Freak I'm not out, trying man. to troll my
1: dog. I'm trying to discipline my dog. Oh, to it the kennel and call it a day? Well, she gets really anxious if we leave her in the kennel, so we don't want to torture her. So play music. Well, what give her TV, that. turn the TV on. It probably
0: watch likes to watch Nickelodeon. That's what other friends do. They it watch it watches Nicktoons all day. Yeah, well, yeah, parents while everyone's gone.
1: Eventually, I think the plan is actually to put the same the animals in the same room once we can trust them. Once Gracie gets a little older and more mature and I we mean, know your that cat. We can trust them. No, she won't. Bailey is the most harmless dog unless she's protecting one of us. So uh but I think they'll be able to keep each other company and that'll help. So I'll update you guys at six months. We'll see how it goes. Do
0: you, do you take your cats
1: on walks when you take your dog on the walk? We tried to do the whole leash training thing. Gracie is actually, she's a Siamese and they're known to be like sassier cats. Are, are, uh, that How you know, her. what's a homeless cat? How do you know it's Siamese, huh? You're guessing. Well, I've had a Siamese. You remember Archie back in high school. Oh, Riven Peas. That was a good cat. That yeah, cat was, was dope. That's the only <laughs> cat I've ever liked. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's the suck. reason, one of the reasons we, actually decided to keep Gracie because she looks just like him. And Gracie has gotten a lot better. Oh, my. I should have
0: realized that. You freaking nerd, man. That's how you convince Sarah to get a cat. That's so stupid.
1: Well, Sarah was always set before we got married. She was we were not getting a cat before we got a dog. But it just worked out that way.
0: I tell you what, you know, it's it's, at least right now. I'm glad I don't have a pet. It's way too cold right now. We are definitely recording. And the third it feels like a third. This February has been so long because there's been so much ice. Yeah, I don't I even. I hate the cold.
1: I haven't even felt like it's been February until like like it, it hasn't really felt like winter until like the last like three weeks. Like this the last horrible. three weeks have been frigid.
0: We normally I get mean, one ice storm and then that's it, and then you survive it and you move on. This is like our third like ice and snow, and I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate. It.
1: Okay, to be fair, uh last year snowmageddon was a whole different animal. That was that was actually crazy what happened last year when we got like 14 inches of snow, it felt like. And in but, Texas, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. I don't know how anyone I don't know how any of you like it. Well, I like I like the cold over the hot any day no, because you the can always add more layers. Yeah,
0: no. you can just turn on the AC. You can Look, I think I, I think it is so much nicer to get a refreshing drink when it's hot than having to get hot cocoa that you can't scoop down. You just got to Snip it. No, you love the taste of a nice cold drink when it's hot. All right. And you get used to it. You know why? Because you can still go outside when it's hot. You can still do stuff when it's hot. When it's cold, all you can do is get to the warm.
1: Well, I mean, you being a gamer, I'm surprised you don't like just sitting in your house and enjoying your like time playing your video games or watching shows or whatever.
0: I have I a mean, life outside yeah. of it. <laughs>
1: But like, I mean, I'll say full disclosure, fall is my favorite season. I like cool weather, like about 65 degrees is my happy temperature, but I oh, would that rather makes be, sense,
0: but it's not cold.
1: Yeah, I would rather be cold than hot because you can always add more layers, Alec, is the thing.
0: Yeah, but like you still can't do anything in those layers. What's the point if you can't do stuff? I'll take the 112 over
1: the 12 degrees. So Actually, I mean, winter hiking is really popular with people who don't really want to be around all the other people because once oh spring rolls around and everything's winter hiking. Yeah, it's a popular thing because I mean, not not in Colorado, wherever it's like other places where it's really snowy, but um, Arkansas, Oklahoma, you a lot of people will hike in the winter because there's hardly anybody out there, and you can just enjoy yourself, That's whoever you're with. Stupid. Yeah. All right. No, I'd rather it. Yeah, like obviously
0: everybody prefers the spring and the fall. No one's if anyone's favorite season is winter. They are a sad person. And if it's their favorite is summer, then they're a little kid that doesn't want to go to school. OK, <laughs> normal people have That's fall true. and spring as their seasons and fall wins because in spring you get tornadoes. All right. And the fall, you don't get any of that. You get football. You get football.
1: Yeah, Man, you Yep. football. Yeah. Well, right, to uh, be fair, I think a lot of this stems from the fact that when I worked at camp, we didn't have AC in our cabins. We just had to open windows, and it was just so sweaty, and I hate being really sweaty. So Mentioning
0: football, I hope I never see Aaron Rodgers' stupid face ever again.
1: Hey, watch your mouth. He's coming back to the Packers. He's going to win it all no, this year. No, he's done. He's walking away from the Packers, and I hope he walks away from the game. Yeah, I actually thought so at the end of this year. I thought he was going to be done, but after I've heard what he has to say and what the management has to say, I think he's coming back. If somehow this has missed this podcast, I'm a huge Packers fan. Alec is a Cowboys fan. They usually have uh, encounters where the Packers come out on top. So Alec and I have this fun little uh, rivalry where he gets It's not even that.
0: He's As a person, I think he is so annoying. This little cryptic
1: appreciation, I went on a
0: cleanse message. That's stupid. Get out of here, dude. His, His John Wick costume, very subpar. He grew out his hair for that. His hair was disgusting.
1: Look, the man can do whatever he wants. He's a millionaire and he's one of the best quarterbacks ever. He I think wants he's to the mock the ball
0: and God. All right. He, he is. Look, I annoying. disagree with him
1: philosophically, but as far as the way he approaches things, I can appreciate People it. People call
0: Brady, Brady cocky. Aaron Rodgers is just annoying. You know what? Well, Aaron Rodgers person... is confident.
1: Tom Brady is obnoxious about how. You know how who many I hate
0: more? You know who I hate more than freaking Aaron Rodgers?
1: Who's Russell that? Wilson. Russell. Why? Wilson.
0: At least well, Aaron Rodgers is consistently him and uh, that is Aaron Rodgers. A little weirdo, but Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson I think is fake. Quote me on the podcast. All his answers to anything are is robotic. He's just he gives the simple like if you had to do like I, I've been playing Madden, and like you have like answers you can give to stuff. If there was a Madden? be robotic and humble or be cocky, he always would choose the humble. But it's so scripted. It's so generic. It's so uninspiring that I'm just like, you're not a real person. You kind of annoy me. It's just like you have no actual emotion that you are coming up with by yourself. It's all an image.
1: So when Russell Wilson or other athletes say, first of all, I just want to credit God. How do you feel about that, Alec? This is a... No, no, you didn't. You weren't thinking of God when you threw that football. Okay,
0: did you thank God that you got sacked? Did you thank God for that interception at the goal line? No, you didn't. No, you didn't.
1: Shut up. So you don't think that it's good for athletes to mention God on TV, national television.
0: I just don't think you should just use it as a trope. I think there's are just throwing just it in there. Sincere.
1: I just don't think it's sincere. It's just yeah. like God's like,
0: thank God's like, I thank you, I guess. But really, he's like, God God is like, God was like, switched the channel to another game. And then he's like, here's somebody I want to thank God. And God's like, oh, wait, let me switch back. What the What would you say
1: about me? I thought we weren't talking. God's well, like, oh, well, we weren't talking. Going back to the Aaron Rodgers thing in that light, uh, in 2014, whenever well, I guess it was 15, whenever the Packers lost to the Seahawks in the NFC Championship, Russell Wilson says, first of all, I just want to thank God for giving us that amazing comeback. Blah. And he went blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I was a Packers fan, so obviously I was still mad. And I was like, I hate this guy. But good for him, loving God. Good for him. It's and then a long... and the go next ahead, season, the next season, the Packers beat the Seahawks in a regular season game. And Aaron goes, well, guess God was a Packers fan today. And then in his press conference, I was like, look, and look, yeah, now he's just using God as humor, funny.
0: mocking Yahweh. OK, one other thing when back when we were in high school, when the move or actually it was ending high school Uh, back when the movie Fifty Shades of Grey was coming out. OK, and everybody was obviously if you were in college or youth ministry, you were getting talked about how you shouldn't be watching that movie, blah, 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 blah. And it was on everyone's radar, blah, 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 blah. So Russell Wilson, one day. Uh, tweets like, man, who else enjoyed Fifty Shades Gray, or I went to go see a movie. Uh, sorry if that offends y'all, but I like the movie. But like, no, and then if then he added, Who likes the sand lot? It's like, No, 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 no. you're trying to switch the to topic because you messed up. A little fake, little
1: <gasps> hate him. So, this gets you very heated, obviously.
0: I think he's so because everybody, because you mentioned, have you mentioned?
1: Yeah. real. You don't have a Just phone. be real.
0: Get mad. He doesn't get Cooper mad. Cup.
1: You you appreciate Cooper Cup for his stance on God and everything, He's like crediting God with the Super Bowl and everything. I
0: mean, Cooper Cup's whatever. I didn't get on my fantasy team and he beat me a lot, so I didn't even keep up. I think whoever had Cooper
1: Cup this year just won their league. I mean, can I just much say default.
0: I like most football players just based on their game and not real. And if I start looking to them more as people, that's when I probably get mad. But then again, my favorite football players are like Johnny Manziel. Uh, I hate OU, but I like Baker Jones. Baker
1: Jones.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, shout out Baker Jones. (laughs) Shout out Baker Jones from my high school small group. Yeah, I I like Baker Mayfield. Um, no, I freaking yeah. You like the like, big personalities? like I love personalities. I I I even when so he played Joe us, like he was eating us. I he's whatever. He's fine. He's getting there. But like, <laughs> I loved Johnny Manziel. I want y'all to realize. I thought he was it. So when he was in the XFL, I was hype, bro. I was they bringing hype. it up. Uh, and so um, yeah. But after, like, all the rookie quarterbacks in a while, I'd say Joe Shiesty is up there for me as, like, a character and stuff. But, like, I like Dak because he's I a normal know. guy. He's also, like, he'll throw shade. He'll say crap. He's also the quarterback of the Cowboys. But, like, I think it's fine because he's he's been consistently himself. It's these image wanting to keep dudes that are making me Mad. All right. It, I like it when people make mistakes that they are allowing themselves to be human and to be emotional. I like Richard Sherman. I think, yeah, he talks a lot, but yes, an emotional yeah, leader. It, Richard Sherman. He's an emotional leader and it works. Okay. I think he's fine
1: after that. Think you yeah. Think so. Look, I'll just you know, say this. Like, I have no problem with people, you know, taking a stance for Christ and you know, representing God and what they do. But I I'll just say, I don't think God cares about the outcome of a football game necessarily. I think He cares about the players individually and the coach and the health of those players. And I think God can bring us joy and enjoyment through football, but I don't think he really actually cares who wins. So All right. my little prayer, I said whenever the 49ers are about to kick a field goal to win this year and knock the power Packers out of the playoffs. I know that that deep down that didn't matter. You said let your will be done. As
0: on Earth as it is in heaven, God said, let's go 49ers. Uh, yeah,
1: something like that.
0: But All right. You know, enough about yeah. sports because now everybody that doesn't like sports and is wondering where Darian is is just like, what am I listening to? Let's get to the topic of the day, Grant, just you and me. All right. So today uh, we're going to talk just because it's something that you and me both do and something that uh, I like to talk about and something we get into is We're going to touch on the importance of like singular conversations, kind of like what you and me are having here. But also, how do we keep up with people and reach out? And I'm specifically maybe reaching out to people um, and having these one on ones. I, I think very much a lot of people are only comfortable in group settings and they're not as comfortable, especially in like i'd say guy-to-guy conversation be able to just sit down hey you and me sit down and have yeah. a talk and i think reaching out for guys is especially hard because that's just not one thing we do i think gr- girls obviously go through it but girls at least have the power of commenting on their friends pictures be like girl queen slay oh my gosh you're so we beautiful gotta catch up soon yeah they have the power to do that if a guy if
1: you leave a comment on one of your friends photos like let's catch up like yeah it's man cool. or you're it's like or if he, I put myself out here and he doesn't respond, I'm going to look like I'm going to look like something. And you might actually hate him for not responding. And so you, or somebody does that to you. What you do is
0: you screenshot it. You send it to your actual current friends and you say, how do I respond?
1: <laughs> I can't say I don't think I've ever done that. I usually try to give some sort of response or at least a like, like if it's Facebook or whatever. But have you been a recipient of that?
0: Like, yo, what do I do?
1: i mean yeah there's definitely been times when i've posted something and somebody comments on it and like they'll say something like they're genuinely trying to be nice but like it comes off as weird and i'm like okay i don't know how to respond to this but since i took the time to do it i'll at least try to you know
0: make i respond up. to any dm i get from old friends like if you're still on my facebook oh, yeah. maybe a one percent i care about you but yeah um Grant, what, what would you say has been very like any examples that you've like with friends maybe within the last year year or two anybody that's like either kind of random or kind of distant now that you've had an opportunity to reconnect or have you taken anything recently to be able to reconnect with people?
1: So I, I don't know. Like, I think with my job, like there's just like a, there's a ton of stuff coming at me at once and we get like two breaks within the day. And like, sometimes I'll just be thinking about friends and like stuff. And I don't know, I I'll try to like go out of my way to like text somebody or reach out and check on them. Um, Nobody really in recent memory that I've just like really reconnected with. but one person that comes to mind that like I was really happy that I did reconnect with was um was actually Melvin in college. I mean, original momentum member, actually before your time, I think, Alec, did you ever okay, even interact I don't, with Melvin? I don't, what's your point? Look, I'm just saying, so Melvin, <laughs> what's
0: your point? Hey, shut my up. point.
1: My point is Melvin was in momentum originally um, um and. You know he went off to college and you know we've all had things that happen in college and Melvin he's, he's come a long way from high school I'll say that and we actually were going to different campuses of the same church in New Life Church Um, shout out Um, still love that place uh, but we we were going he was going to the Conway campus I was going to Russellville and I saw him just like really quickly like gaining favor with people there and God like really just working in his life and transforming his heart and you know making him into the man he is today Um. And I remember seeing that and just reaching out to him and asking him some stuff about ministry one day. Like, I think it was my junior or senior year of college. And, like, we've stayed connected. Like, we'll still play Xbox here and there. And, like, it's been really awesome to, like, stay connected. Because at one point, Melvin was in New York City. And that's why he actually left Momentum in high school because he moved to New York. Yeah, so that's, that's why like he's my on the podcast. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> yeah. Not it's everybody could be on the podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me throw out. There's a lot of people in momentum. This is basically just the five of us that have stayed in contact the best and interact on a daily basis. It's not like yes. an exclusive club. It's just more like we happen to all be in a group message. And I said, let's do a podcast. Can I? Me, can I throw that out there? Well, it's definitely personal. There are at no height, personal. Yeah
1: there are Momentum no had like 25 issues. people at one point if i and... threw
0: we don't we don't even have orlando who is our leader on this podcast nor have we even actually i've tried to get him on an episode so
1: Look, honestly it's hard we try to hard. get orlando to do anything he'll be like come to McAllister. you guys could do it here and then we'll come to McAllister and be like are we all oh, live in I'm tulsa visiting. like what is wrong
0: with you <laughs> and then he'll come to tulsa and not tell us Side message, okay. If you if you are asking a majority of people to go to you in a friend group, it doesn't matter. No matter what, you, like it doesn't work that way. It will never work that way. If you're the minority, you should always be. You're always expected to come. Like it is just fair. It's fair.
1: I mean, to be fair, we did go see Darian in Nashville a few times, but Darian's special.
0: Cool. Yeah, but we also get to go on a vacation. All right. If you live That's in true. Boontown, like Alabama, you are expected to go to the yeah. nearest metropolitan.
1: They they have a prison in McAllister, so I didn't yeah, that's that's what there's there's a few fishing spots there, but Alec doesn't care about that. Um right. but yeah, that all goes back to say like even like our friend Sam, he's in Japan right now and like I reconnected with him and our friend Alice that lives in Tulsa now and we did kind of like a Bible study throughout the summer. And just having like friendships like that and like having them rekindle at other points in life, like sometimes like it's just a reminder of the seeds that God plants like one day they'll they'll come to fruition in some way Um and I just think yeah like it makes my day when somebody I haven't heard from like will even just like say hey but like if it's something like hey like this happened and I remember this and you said this about me like something that Pastor Greg always said was like people won't remember what you say always but they'll remember the way that you make them feel and like whenever somebody will remind me like or tell me how I made them feel like and it, if it's a good thing like that 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 feeds my that feeds me as a person and makes me feel like I did something right. And so, I don't know. Like they always say, like they they give the love that you wish to receive, I guess. And I'm not like searching for that whenever I reconnect with people. But like I don't know. I know what it does for me, so I like to reach out to people and make them know that like they're hurt because you never know what kind of day somebody's having or um, maybe they could be feeling lonely. I mean, they might need somebody. So okay, and yeah I, I think
0: that makes sense I you know I have a I have a buddy his name is Phil i we actually call him Uncle Phil it's a friend that we made at camp and um we called him uncle I came up with Uncle Phil because his name is Philip and I was like I don't
1: freshman reference yeah of course Very so
0: nice. I was like uh and you know because it's because we the joke is we always call each other dad I was like what about Uncle Phil because he was like taller than everyone he wasn't older than everyone he was just taller <laughs> so <laughs> we called him uncle I called him Uncle Phil and it, it stuck. Um, but, uh, one, and so me and him have maybe t- since camp, we would talk a couple times a year just cause, or see each other on social media. One thing is. And, you know, I I think our generation has is still really championing that social media has its purposes when used correctly. Me and him don't have any deep conversations. We have once during the pandemic and I can talk a whole thing about during the pandemic. I was reaching out to somebody weekly But me and him have stayed in contact through social media in small ways. Like, okay, I think I don't know if I mentioned it personally or on the podcast, but I I have Snapchat for like one group message that refuses to stop using it and I have to use it to keep in the loop with half our conversations because otherwise when we get when we actually talk in person, I. I'm missing half the lore of our friend group because i don't use i wasn't using snapchat so i was like okay i'll use it for this but and then i started doing one thing on snapchat i was i post every day when i go to the gym i post a daily gym selfie ironically but also it keeps me motivated um to post it because it's funny because i'm a oh, funny ironic person do. i don't look hot enough to be posting it without a shirt like that's just the truth i can say it Every time I post one, every single time, he always reacts, some type of emoji or some type of reaction to keep hyping me up. And it makes me happy all the time. And that's something small that you can do. But otherwise on social media, I like put out a thing about trying to like look like a suggestion for stuff, and a person I wouldn't even call this guy a friend. Somebody that I didn't even like remember existed for the past ten years reached out to me on Facebook, like, "Hey man, hey, but no," he said, "Hey buddy, hope you're doing well." We were never buddies. We were never friends. We we have talked maybe three times. We went to junior high. You're older. We're not even in the same grade. We're not friends, <laughs> but he still decided to answer my thing on Facebook and actually gave a really great answer. And I'm just like, what is social media? What is this life? This is so funny and kind of cool that you could have it on the spectrum of somebody that you were actually really close with and also on the spectrum of people that you were never close with. And I, mm-hmm. I think it's when we have the tool, when we use social media as not something we need, but as a tool and we decide, I have this social media for this purpose and that purpose is healthy, and I know how to use it, that we're able to use that to our advantage. It's part of the reason we're still all friends in Tulsa is because through social media, I kept friendships through social media that eventually led me back into Tulsa, which led to everybody else moving here, and it's just how it works. We have a friend group that—or a friend that are married because they flirted on Trivia Crack, like— (laughs) <laughs> we can use social media so much better than people think, and it's it's when it gets a bad rap that it's just like y'all y'all don't understand. It's like how uh, you always hear like yes, I still think in person stuff is so important, but one day there may come a day when the five of us all like at the peak we all lived in different areas, but there may come a True. day where we all live in five areas, and this might be the only way we get uh, we get specific chosen true ways to record and interact is through this podcast and through Mm -hmm. gaming sam lives in japan and the only way we could i've heard sam's voice in the last 10 years is because i've jumped in once and heard his voice
1: yeah yeah well yeah and and people are always constantly talking about how social media is negative and i agree with a lot of it i mean i think it does very much so distract from things but the positives like you're talking about being able to stay connected and just keep up with somebody like Even when I was at college, like you would text me, and be like, "Yo, who's this girl?" or "Yo, who? What? What are you doing? What is I'm this?" I'm trying to see what's up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, you know, just little things like that would like, I don't know, I don't want to say like, it reminds me where I came from, but like, you know, it, it's nice to know that somebody cares enough to actually reach out to me or like know um, that they care. Um, and it. You know, a sidebar like it is crazy that like all five of us, well, minus Clarence, all, do all live in Tulsa. Like that is that is really rare to move from one you know hometown to another with the same people, um, and I think that's a that's a gift. That is absolutely a gift. But for those who aren't super close, like yeah, and there's no guarantee it's going to be forever that we're all here. Um, for those that aren't super close, like there there's a lot of means to stay connected, like through um, gaming, through Um, FaceTime, whatever, like texting, whatever it is, like there's opportunity for that. And I think it's easier than ever to not have to catch up as much with people.
0: Yeah, I, I think use that to stay and like, And and so I'm really bad at catch up conversations, but what I, I don't like it if people like fake it either. Like if you see something you haven't seen, like, Hey, what have you been up to? It's like, okay, you watch my stories every day. Um, you actually like my posts. So you were looking at them. You actually know what I'm up to. Don't act like we have to do that. Just ask the real questions or just be like, Hey, I saw this. Can we talk about, I saw you got a new car. How's your car? Not be like, Hey, how's it going? Anything new with you? It's just right. like, no, just, just say it. And I think that's one thing too. It's just like, it doesn't have to be weird. It doesn't have to be forced. Just talk what's on everyone's mind. Otherwise there's always a small elephant in your conversation.
1: Well, yeah, I think there used to be a stigma with like, oh, if, if I know this about this person, it comes off as I'm stalking them. But like everybody uses social media at like, I mean, not everybody, but like if your friends on there, like you're going to see stuff like, don't like, I know that Alec does his Saturdays are made for dads every Saturday, like, right. That's right it's consistent it's there I'm not gonna pretend it doesn't happen just for the sake of pretending like oh That's I right. want to come off as like I pay attention or I'm overly obsessed That's with right. this person so yeah but it's like first off like uh online dating don't don't think you're the only
0: person that sees somebody online and you agree to a date and then they research you every single person does that every single person yeah, does
1: that yeah first off yeah. or if somebody says hey look at this person like everybody will scroll back like a year into their social media and be like yeah what? where's this person from where do what yeah. do they do so it's not yeah you have a good point it's not weird it's not weird we all okay, do we'll, it we'll try to we pretend have, it's weird
0: and we all we all have a social agreement to not ever acknowledge it like
1: right. shut up yeah. shut up nice social construct we have there
0: and so yeah just be normal and honestly reach back to the points like that you're able to just catch up like and there's nothing wrong with catching up with people there's nothing wrong but you can start small start like philip with the small compliments or you see some just start saying hi and eventually it gets you know what's up like you recognize people at the gym and you don't know them but eventually you'll know everyone at the gym eventually you know everyone at this restaurant eventually you know people at all other places it starts small with catching up or if you ever had deep friendships text them just straight up be like hey You have any time recently to sit down and talk? I did that a lot during the pandemic, and that's how I've kept friendships. My friend Micah, we only talk about basketball. He is probably one of the coolest guys I've ever met that I really loved. whenever we've been together. But uh, since he's moved to Michigan to help start a church, we don't talk. But he calls me at least once a year about basketball news. He'll just go, hey, man, do you see about this? And I'm like, yeah, and we'll talk for like an hour. Just yeah. because he – and, and like, for no reason. Like, he once, he once called me. He's like, I don't know. I was on a walk, and I was bored. It's going to take me 30 minutes to get to my house. You want to talk about basketball? I was like, sure. And then by the end, we're talking about the church. It's just like, sure. Like, just just try. And it's like if they were your friend at one point, there's there might be a thing where they would be
1: like, man, if we were still friends, that would be cool. Right. Well, I mean, it's funny you say that. I've got a friend who – well, we were actually roommates my senior year. We only talked, like, during football season. I literally told him this year – I literally told him, I was like, dude, I'm I'm kinda sad that football season's ending because you and I both know we're not gonna talk as much. And the funny thing is he's a Bears fan, I'm a Packers fan. So like he loathes Aaron Rodgers, but he respects him kind of like you do. Uh, I do respect him. He at least game. respect his talent. I respect um, his
0: game. Still and then I've got
1: another know. friend from college. We were roommates my very first year in college, and, like, oh, we wonderful. went on fishing trips. Just really great guy. I can't get a hold of this man to save my life, like, normally. But when he calls me, when he's on the road, like, his time, like, when he's driving places, he always calls people. And whenever he calls, I'm like, I'm going to answer if I'm able. And, you know, he's he's got two kids now, and it's just, like, it's fun to hear those things. And you just never know, like, what it's going to bring to your day and what perspective it's going to give you.
0: So yeah, that that's our encouragement. Those are our tips for reaching out to people. Fun little things that me and Grant do. But uh, yeah, I, you know this this is how a momentum episode is gonna be. Just with more people. We we got our topic in. We got our small little conversation. Very smooth. Grant, this was awesome, wasn't it?
1: I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. So thank you honestly, kind of thank you guys for not being here. But I, I, it'd also be more fun if people were here. It's just you get the chemistry. And thanks for everyone for listening.
1: It could be uh, a cool preview of what a CSP episode with Alec might be one day. So I'd cool like to thank that. everybody. I'd like to thank producer Dave. I'd love to. <laughs> He's skirting the topic, everyone. Let that be known. I'd love to thank
0: producer Dave. I'd love to thank uh, the whole rest of the Casually Spiritual team. Uh, thank guys uh, for helping. out. thank to thank everyone that's listening. Please share. Like, yeah. Grant, you're the only one
1: here. Why should somebody share a review highly of this podcast? Uh, Cause there's funny moments. There are moments where you can learn something, and I don't know. It's like the intro to Impractical Jokers. Here's five lifelong, or so, however many lifelong friends with stupidity. And Joe's like, leaving. Is he really? I think it was Joe. Yeah, because that's his because really uh, he's getting a divorce,
0: and he's always focusing on. Ooh, his family. wow. <clears throat> well, that's yeah, a sad Not to end on, but and so Solid show.
1: momentum never dies. So. Stick with us. We're going to get better. We're going to get merch. We're going to do all the things, and you stick along with us. We're going to get big one day. Just stay along for the ride. Yep, and go ahead, uh, you know, look at our other
0: Casually Spiritual Network shows, Chili Chat with Clarence, Casually Spiritual Podcast, and Podchamps. Uh, You can find that all at Casually Spiritual on Instagram and the Casually Spiritual Network. i think it's casually spiritual network on facebook find us there all produced and helped with by me alex hangapai music done by david anderson producer dave aka and recorded with craig uh thank I you miss craig.
1: david i wish we could get him on here
0: yeah that's my ultimate thing eventually yeah i think it's like a thousand patrons uh, if we ever make one of those that's a sneak freak but we're not gonna talk about that anymore as an agreement um one day, we have a goal to
1: get Dave on the podcast. But hey, What if if we started a YouTube channel and started uploading the digital? If we get 1,000 subscribers, I think we could get David on there. That's what I'm talking about. We got
0: we to gotta chill with the goals until we make more episodes, which is why we're recording just me and Grant.
1: You are want to keep this consistent.
0: Let me keep it real. I want to quit sometime. It'd just be easier if I not to worry about this. But I'm doing it. All right. Well, hey, uh, I'm going to get out of here because we got a short, nice, concise episode. Uh, and yeah, I think this was really fun. My name's Alec. Yeah. My name's Grant. And this has, and we'll see you next time. See ya. I gotta Oh, I wasn't ready. Oh no, I wasn't ready. Oh no, where is it? Wait, is it the
1: circle button you push to stop?
0: That's not even a thing anymore. <laughs>